Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. Scott. And this is episode 13 on October 31st, Halloween. So uh, we welcome you guys back. Uh, we're going to start out with our uh, segment that we started last episode, Coffee Talk. Tonight we're drinking a new brew that was suggested to us by our uh, guest this evening. And we are drinking... We're drinking Two Brothers Dark Roast. And, it's uh, brewed out of Warrenville, or roasted out of Warrenville, Warrenville, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, so it's a local brew. Local brew, and they actually started brewing beer first. They did, yeah. Got into the coffee beans. It's a dark roasted. I mean, it's super smooth. It's not like gritty. Totally. Oil, like, yeah. like most dark roasts are. Yeah. Um, I 
about a half a pot so far, and I might have another half a pot. To see if you like it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, so far it's got my stamp of approval. Oh, I, I like it too, man. It's really, really good. It's kind of rich. It's got a little bit of like a almost a chocolatey taste, I think. It does. It does. But it, like you said, it's real smooth. It's not acidic, you know? I'm, yeah. These last two weeks have been great. I yeah. mean, those two those two brews are really good stuff. Yeah, after last episode, I, I bought a bag of that caribou, and I went through it in like a weekend. <laughs> right, you right, know? right. I, It was super smooth. But, I mean, I know me and you are both fans of dark roast, and I, I think this is my new favorite dark roast. So are we still calling this Coffee Talk, or do we have a new name for it? Hmm. What would the new name be? Bro Brew. Bro Brew. I think that's what it is, isn't it? I like the Bro Brew. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, super, super, super awesome. And I think you can get this online, right? You can totally get it online. Um, Absolutely. I know uh, some of the local stores are carrying Mm -hmm. it here in Illinois, but you can definitely find it online. Um, We'll snap a picture of the bag and put it on our Instagram. Perfect. That way you guys can find it. Um, well, and then coming up in, uh, we, we had a couple off a of last podcast. We had a couple suggestions from listeners, so yeah, we'll get into yeah, some of that yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. we move forward, but yeah, yeah. But no, it's good we, stuff. Yeah, tonight we figured we'd drink this because it was suggested to us by our guest this evening, and uh, we got the epic return of Mr. J. Randall, aka Mr. Jackson, aka Mr. Pike Fisherman, aka. Mr. I in, eat a in, cheeseburger and crack my tooth, <laughs> a.k.a. Inline uh, spinners. Inline, yeah, Mr. Maps. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we got Jay Randall coming back on the podcast this evening. Uh, he's been down and out with a little tooth issue, but he's back and healthy again. He's going to talk to us this evening about uh, getting back from the Jackson Kayak Summit, uh, what that Kayak Summit is, a new boat he purchased, uh, some new boats that are coming out that he tried. He's going to give us some feedback on that, and then we're going to get into a few other topics. So without further ado, welcome back, Jay. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> Did you like that intro? I think you fell asleep. Yeah. I think you fell asleep during extensive. it. <laughs> hey, I tried to pump you up, man. <laughs> you know, you've, uh, you've become a, a very close friend to, you know, the both of us and the podcast. So, uh, you know, we just wanted to pump you up for uh, the listeners. Well, thanks. <laughs> so you uh, you just got back from the Jackson Kayak Summit. So, you know, what is the summit and what's the main goal of that? And then uh, maybe you could talk about, uh, you know, your new boat and some of the other boats that you're interested in and, you know, got to uh, take for a test drive before they get released onto the market. All right. Well, uh, the Jackson Summit is uh, a yearly occurrence uh, for Jackson. And basically they throw, um, it's kind of like a, like a sales outing, let's call it, um, where they have a, a dealer from all around the country come out and basically they do business and um it's really cool because you you get to meet like all kinds of people i mean even from like nrs and bending branches and other uh companies as well but uh you get to kind of meet everybody that's making it all happen within the industry um as you know as well as like local uh dealers um and uh you basically just get to hang out and try out boats um with them and you know my job is to 
help assist in uh, any way that is needed. Um, usually it's the, it's more of the heavy lifting as far as the boats go. And, uh, and that even goes for like some of the whitewater stuff too, because we were helping out some of the whitewater guys, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a really good time. Um, you know, and then, you know, of course, Eric Jackson, um, his family throws this like great party the last night, uh, for everybody they cook for us. I mean, it's, it's really amazing. And their family is, man, I tell you what, like the Jacksons are very, uh, very giving people and it's for people like them and when i say that is like they are they're all champions i mean these are people that are literally held on pedestals um you know they really uh they really give it back you know and it's really neat and it's a very you know family oriented and that's why i like love being on the team you know because you feel like you know you belong you know and you know i don't know it's cool it's just you know it's family you feel it's very welcoming yeah, I mean, I think that says a lot, you know, being a family rather than a team. I mean, that that right there just, you know, says it all, I think, in my opinion. And actually, I think you posted a, a, a video clip, I believe it was to your Instagram or something, right, where Eric Jackson was standing in that, uh, was it the new Mayfly or something? And he was, like, standing up and paddling like a banshee up, up river or something, right? Uh, I don't know if I posted that. I think I might have shown you, but no, it's yeah. uh, Eric's on the bike. Oh, the bike. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's that's like yeah. a new smaller sit-in kayak, right? Uh, sit on top. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's an eleven. It's eleven foot three inch. Um, it's gonna weigh in a little lighter than sixty-nine pounds. I think they're it's gonna be like sixty-five pounds or something like that. Okay. Uh, of course, I don't know that for sure. Um, I've only been on the prototype. Um, but yeah, Eric took it out. He's fishing from it and he was standing up doing this crazy paddle. I've never seen anybody. I'd probably fall in the water doing what he was doing, but yeah, I saw uh, a video and I was like, yeah, no way I'm doing that. <laughs> but, he was crazy. Yeah. I mean, he was going fast, dude. And I was in a, um, I was in a blue sky behind him and it was a little difficult to keep up with some, like, I mean, just going at a regular cadence. Sure. You know, you can usually do about like three to three and a half mile an hour on there without pushing it. And he was cruising, man. I was like, I- I'm not here to breathe heavy. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. You I'm know? just doing I was some like, casual I'm just trying fishing. to hang out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's super cool. Well, that's cool too. You know, like the owner of the actual boat company that you're on the team for is out there, you know, side by side with you, you know, getting the line wet. I mean, that's that's definitely cool, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it definitely is. And I think, you know, you, you can tell he really enjoys it. Um, you know, he's a really busy guy. So, you know, it's like he is zipping around everywhere. Sure, but, uh, sure. I mean, you can tell, man, he's, he's totally into it. He's really, really passionate about it. Um, you know, and it's it's a, it's a cool thing. I mean, it's, it's nice. You know, it's basically, you know, like a business has a face. And it literally is the owner. Yeah, right. You know, and, and, and it's like everything that, everything that he loves like he pours into this you know pours into that company so it's pretty cool i dig it that's awesome so i've never heard of this bite before i'm looking at it now jay and it's uh it's pretty sweet man especially the price point yeah it's like a new boat for this season i think i think it's coming out december it says yeah it's 35 inches wide 11 11 3 like you said 68 pounds Mm -hmm. it's got a nice seat yep i mean it's it's an open deck yeah, what's the price point on it? Uh, seven ninety nine is what the retail is saying. 
Yeah, I know me and Jay had a conversation about it um, on one of our fishing trips or something, and he was telling me about it, and he said for the price point and what it is. Yeah. He said it's a pretty unbelievable boat because you, you actually paddled that, didn't you, Jay? Yeah, I did. I got into it, and, it, um, you know, stood in it. Uh, I mean, paddle, you know, fish from it and everything, and I, I liked it a lot. It paddles pretty quick. I mean, it's surprisingly quick for how wide it is. How was the stability? It, it's really good. <laughs> you know, you would think, you know, it's funny for that price point, the kind of kayak that you'd be getting, like, yeah, you don't get all the bells and whistles. Right. But you're getting, to me, the important stuff. Sure, sure. You know, you're getting the stability. Um, you're getting a really comfortable seat. You know, and I don't, I mean, 800 bucks is not a bad price. No, a boat not bike. at all. I could totally, I mean, it's weird. I mean, not to sell it, and yeah, I'm on Jackson, but honestly, this would be actually a nice uh, kayak to just fling in the back of the truck or the back of the car, whatever, and just go somewhere, um, you know, do your thing, and then, you know, get back out. This would be great for, like, I mean, all the, you know, excursions, of course, but a good two, three-hour, you know, shot out on the river or something. Yeah, I mean, trip. you're going to be able to cover some water with this thing quickly. It's easy to maneuver. You know, I mean, it, it's the package is pretty insane. People are really going to have to try this thing out. It's definitely, it's definitely going to blow your mind. I, I'm telling you, for 800 bucks, it's killer. Yeah, I'm kind of excited to see it. You know, um, just from the, you know, what you've just said now and what we talked about in the past. You know, it's like, you know, like you say, for the price point. I think when I had bought my first boat, the Ascend. I mean, I think I paid 850 bucks for that. Yeah. And the stability in that, and, you know, there was some other things that I personally didn't like. But, you know, from mm-hmm. what you're saying about this bite, I mean, it's not only cheaper, but you're getting way better performance all around out of it. I mean, that's <laughs> Well, it's got, it's, got, it's got four rod stagers. It's got tackle box storage, molded in handles. It's got a transducer-ready scupper hole. Yeah. Or yeah. holes. Sure. So, I mean, yeah. for that price point, I don't see any other kayak that has that. No. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and then I'll say, too, the seat, because uh, people will ask about this, um, it's not a high-low seat. It's actually a, a mid-seat. Um, the, uh, I actually talked to Tony, uh, the designer of the boat, and he was saying that they did a lot of it, – it just made more sense to put it where it's at. It's not, like – it's not low, but it's also not high. I mean, I guess. You know, it's medium, of course, the way I said it, but – it, I mean, it's it's comfortable where it is. Is what I'm getting at. It's well, not, it looks like it looks like you can slide it, trim it forward and back. So you, oh, yeah, yeah. you keep it at the same height like you're saying, but you can at least trim it forward yeah. and back. Oh yeah, yeah, you can definitely do that. Yeah. You can have any settings for that. That's awesome. Yeah, you because know, even on a boat like that too, like you could go for the very back setting for like the rivers. You know, so you have your bow sticking up a little more. Sure. You know, sure. for easy, easier pivoting, and then if you're on a lake, you just slide it more forward. Uh, but it also depends too on your leg. Your leg length because you don't really need to use the foot pegs but you can well i guarantee you if i'm in that boat i'm going to be in the back position <laughs> at all times. Yeah, <laughs> you know what though i saw like i have video of um some people really testing the stability of this boat i mean walking around it yeah you know yeah, i think you were i mean straight up that. walking around it yeah yeah you know, that's cool getting it to lean like super hard i mean where you got the side up and i mean it's you, I mean, it it takes it would take a lot to flip this thing, like a lot. That's cool. Not, not I don't want I don't want to rush you here, but I almost can't wait to get to this topic. And 
you went in another boat that I think you really liked that you are going to purchase at some point. Is that accurate? I can't remember what that is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is. The, yeah, it's the, the big, big rig FD. <laughs> uh, big rig FD. This is what I've been yeah, waiting for. So, it, it, sorry, Brian, were you going to say something? I said that this is what I've been waiting to hear about. Uh, yeah, so uh, for anybody that doesn't know, um, I actually own a Kusa FD, uh, which I love. <clears throat> Great boat. But after being in the big rig, it is going to be very hard for me to get back into a Kusa. <laughs> so, um, so stop right there. So, so in, in what way? Maybe you could expand on that. Um, <clears throat> just the overall package. Uh, yeah, it's a wider boat. Um, you know, it's going to be, I think, coming in at like 39 or 40 inches wide. 40 inches, I think. Uh, you know, 13, you know, almost 13 and a half feet long. Um it is for the size of it. It is surprisingly fast, and when I say that, I mean that as a paddle, a pedal, and an and a motor. I mean this thing cruises. It 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 cuts through the water different, in my opinion, than the Kusa FD does. It, it's it's just you know it feels smoother. <clears throat> it's uh. It, it's very stable, of course. I mean it's you know forty inches wide. Um, you've got four rods. You know, you can carry six rods in that thing right off the bat, you know, without adding anything. I was going to ask you about that because I'm looking at the top down. It looks like it's got two and two on the front side that you can slide slide rods into, and then you got two rod holders in the back, right? All molded. Yeah. In. Got it. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so right, it, basically there's a stacker um, where you can put two rods on each side of you, you know, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, well, on the edges. Um but then, yeah, you got the two in the back. But yeah, man, it's like it's just it's it's a nice platform. I mean, it really is. It's you know for a lake boat or even like a big river boat. I mean, this thing's going to be able to do a lot of stuff. And I wouldn't even like you know say big river. I mean, medium river as well. The big rig is known to be very agile, even though it's a bigger boat. Uh, a lot of people, and it's funny too because I see a lot of skinnier dudes in it than I do bigger guys, and that's what the big rig literally was made for is the bigger guy so you could have a quality boat um but one that could you know sustain you you know if you're a big dude i like it already you know, but I, yeah i always see like guys that are like 150 to 200 pounds of these things um and maybe that's not skinny but i mean even the guys that are around like 150 mark and they love these boats because they can like dance a jig on them and everything interesting <laughs> a new sport yeah jig dancing on kayak. <laughs> i like it yeah. You know, it's funny, though, and it, it's like, I, I think of Shane Coover, you know, I'm, I'm dropping a name here, Shane Coover, follow him on Instagram and on Facebook, he's a cool dude, um, me and him have fished together, I've met him and everything, so it's, you know, I, I'm glad to call him a friend these days, but I always mess with him, because he's, he's a skinnier guy, and I'm not, you know, but he has, uh, he, on his attack, um, on his attack 120, uh, he would stand on that, that high seat, like, there's like a positioning with the, uh, the the wilderness system boats where they have like this seat that's like super high and he can stand on the top and sight fish for redfish and it just drives me nuts. That's awesome. But he's that's crazy. But they got him balancing with like I think he even did a handstand one time. <laughs> you know, I'm like no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I mean, getting back to the point, but yeah, a lot of the a lot of you know everybody enjoys the big rig and 
I can tell you that all the all of the team members that I was with at the summit, when we got into the big rig, it it changed everybody's mind. Like everybody that pretty much got into that thing wants one. That's why I'm that, afraid to that's get how good that boat is. <laughs> yeah. like, that yeah. boat that boat is amazing. It's like and again, I paddled it. I paddled it, and I had the e, uh, the e flex drive on there, and that is a fun, fun. I mean, I it's fun, it's great, and I can't wait for the motor. Yeah, so maybe touch on that real quick. The e flex motor. I don't think a lot of people have heard about that or what that is and what it's going to be, so to speak, and when that might be out. Okay. Um, all right. Well, so as as many uh, of you know, the FD um, initials stand for flex drive and that's the pedal drive that's in um the kusa and now the big rig um and it's also in the uh oh my lord i can't believe i'm forgetting in the cruise but uh so now there's an e-flex drive which is an electric flex drive which is a motor and it can be powered by an acid or lithium uh, lithium battery uh any size you're choosing um and it is an amazing little like little motor. It's cool because it fits right where the pedals go, and it's like a lot smaller. Um, and it's just you know it's got a knob on there with a safety switch, like a shutoff switch that connects to the dagger board lever. Right. Um, but uh, you can cruise in that thing. I think we were clocking in, in the medium setting with the the medium prop pitch. You're getting like 4.3 mile an hour out of that thing. That's awesome. So the big rig. Yeah, that's on the big rig. Wow. How much does that yeah, boat weigh, so if go, <clears throat> Jay? If you go to the aggressive pitch setting, I no, none of us did this, and I, I don't know if any of the guys have done this yet, or gals, um, but uh, I wonder how fast that will be. I think you could get to 5.4 on that. That's crazy. That's crazy. <clears throat> you know, well, I mean, okay, I'm going to say at least 5.1, but you could, I think you could push 5.4 on that. Well, and that's um... – I just I asked you I asked you a question, but I think I just found it myself. It says it's 120 pounds with the seat and the flex drive in it. The big rig. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. <clears throat> yeah, but that, that's actually not that bad. No, that's, compared to the Hobie. Yeah, that's no. that's lighter. Than no, the no, Hobie. it's true too. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, yeah, okay when I say heavy. Yeah, I mean to most people they're gonna be like, whoa, that's heavy. Yeah, you wouldn't roof and, it. And yeah, yeah, I mean the Kusa is like 112, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not that far off, and I, you know, I put that thing in the back of my trailer, uh, or sorry, in the back of my truck bed all the time, as well as I trailer it. I just it's just easier to trailer, of course. Sure, sure. But um, but I'm looking, you know, I mean, I'm looking for a boat that's going to stay on my trailer for the most, you know, most part. But you can also throw this thing, you know, in the back of the truck or even on top of a car. It's made to do that as well. So I mean, I used to have a feel for, you know, eleven and a half lures. So and I used to put that on my car. So. I know about having systems with heavy, uh, heavy kayaks. Right, right. You, you figure it out, and then once you got to figure it out, you know, and it is, it is what it is. But I think your point's well taken. I mean, once you start getting over the hundred pound mark, like my roof on my Maxima, I think it's rated at a hundred pounds. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. To, to your point, Jay, you know, when you get a bigger kayak with a foot drive, and you know, you got pedals, and you got seats, and you want to transport it like that. Yeah, uh, you got you got to trailer it. Yeah, it's either going on a trailer in the back of a pickup <laughs> truck, but uh, yeah, if you have that option, you know, right. utilize it. Of right. But if you don't, then what are you gonna, you know? But and you know, like I have this difference when I go into Michigan sometimes because our trailer, well, my trailer, the tires are uh, 
kind of thin, and I'm not going to be deflating them or nothing. A lot of the launches are, are uh, sand out there, and I've had a few, you know, a few times where I've had some trouble with the trailer, um, so it's easier for me to just throw the kayaks in the back of the truck and then just cruise down and like that now. So, yep. you know, that's going to happen regardless anyway. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's not that much heavier, but it's for the size, like the kind of boat it is and how, it, man, it, I'm telling you, it's every, you know, try this one out too. I mean, you know, just try it out first Yep. and then, you know, see, see where you're at with it. But it's, it's definitely going to impress a lot of people. Well, I'm sure, and not only that, but, you know, price point, cheaper than a Hobie. And I think the Hobie PA-14 is probably the closest boat to what that is, right? The big rig? I mean, is there any other uh, boats? In my that, opinion, yeah. I mean, I don't think yeah. there's any other boats that are that big that are uh, pedal drive that are going to give, you know, that give Hobie a run for their money, so to speak. Whereas I think yeah. this, this big rig, you know, just from everything you've said, everything we've talked about, that you know this boat is definitely gonna gonna turn some heads, you know, when it comes to either a Hobie or the Jackson Big Rig for sure. There's some unique things on this boat. Oh, oh sorry, go ahead, Jay. I interrupted you. Oh no, I was gonna say just uh, you know, like let's not forget about the native watercraft Titan. I mean, we yeah, I know there's gonna be some guys that want to mention that. There's nothing wrong with that boat either because that one is up there. In, in that realm, you know, in, in the same genre. Market. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. That one definitely would. And then, you know, I think some other ones are coming up, but you know, it's pedal drives are still kind of new. So it's getting there. Everyone's kind of, um, not, I don't want to say catching up to Hobie, but you know, everybody's trying to innovate the idea. Yeah. Sure. And I think of course, Jackson is definitely come with, come out with a very innovative product. I mean, with the dagger board, because it does help, a lot it like it basically makes pedaling like a no-brainer yeah um right. you get a lot of protection out of that dagger board yeah well, there's a couple of things i really like about that pedal drive and i think we've talked a little bit about it before uh one of them is you, you mentioned it breaks away yeah so like yeah. if you if you you know you get shallow i think that's what you're talking about that dagger board kind yeah. of breaks up and yeah. that thing just kind of pushes up into the the hull right yep yep yeah it'll go flush with the hull and then I mean, sec- you can literally beach, you can literally beach the boat. <clears throat> and then secondly, too, I'm looking at some of these features, man. Like it's power pole ready for a power pole micro anchor. Yep. It's got mm-hmm. a. Um, it's actually got one thing that I don't know if other people don't pay attention to this, but for me, this is huge because I'm always losing my paddle, mm-hmm. like or trying to find a place to kind of stack it in my in my in my deck. It's got that little uh, uh, what do you call it? The uh, Hypalon paddle blade keeper. Where you can actually slide the paddle up under that little like holder, you know what I'm saying? You know, what I'm ta- do you guys have that too? Yeah, I got it on the, I got it on my FD, yeah. my Kusa. You guys are unbelievable. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, man, that's like so 2018. <laughs> Scott, you're so AOL, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I got this it's new 50 baud cool. modem. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. You know what's funny too about that? That uh, that whatever. You know, it's funny. You know the name of it. I don't. Um, somebody came over to it once and then kept like petting it. What? It wouldn't stop. <laughs> what are you talking like, about? <laughs> I'm frightened right now. <laughs> I was like, dude. <laughs> well, here's some other stuff too, like like this. Uh, it's got a fly reel pocket where you yeah, actually put your. Cool. How cool is that? Yeah, that's pretty 
I don't know how good it'd be to do fly fly fishing when you got the pedal mechanism right in front of you, though. Well, the deck space is supposed to be pretty <clears throat> open between the seat and, is it? The, and the pedals. I I'd believe. have to try that. Yeah. That's pretty cool, yeah, though. Well, yeah. Look, you know, this, you know, this is also an HD, so you can switch out the bottom plate for, uh, I'm calling it that. That's not what it's called, I'm sure, but um, you can switch it out to where it's got nothing, you know, no, there's no pedal drive or anything. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. You can then, the then you whole... got a ton of deck space. Yeah, because that's how the big league yeah. started out, right? It was just a straight up paddle kayak, correct? Yeah. 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 It's uh, yeah. It's it's always been a pretty big open platform. Not even. I think the the older one was three eight inches. So this one being forty is going to be like you know really wide now. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, like me and you have talked, and you know, I've mentioned it on the podcast. You know, I'm looking to get into a pedal drive. To year just for you know fishing tournaments and stuff and you know i definitely have my eye on the the big rig with the pedal drive so um i'm i'm eager to get into it take it for a test run and you know see what i think but everything i hear and have seen is it just it looks phenomenal you know what i mean is it out now jay or no what's that is it out now no, it's not out yet, not to my knowledge. Do you know what it's going to retail for? I it's going to be for thirty two ninety nine. That's gotcha. actually what's on the uh, website. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I kind of figured that because the the big rig and the the Kusa <clears throat> HD, um, they're uh, they're like two hundred bucks off each other, and I figured it'd probably be the same thing for the Kusa FD and the big rig. Uh, gotcha, FD. gotcha. Super cool. But uh, I should mention too that the Big Rig HD is going to retail at two at nineteen ninety nine. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So then, and then you can also upgrade. Like, so let's just say you get the HD because you're like, man, I really want a Big Rig, but I can't afford the FD. It's too much. Um, but if you plan to get into it, you can because you can get the HD and then upgrade to the uh, you know get the drive rather. Okay. Um, and you. You can buy that outright, and then now you have two different plates. You could, you know, if you got a shallow river, you can go hit the shallow river, which, by the way, you can still use your FDs if you want to because you can run super shallow. But, you know, if you're not going to be using pedals, um, you can take that out and switch it out and just go with a big open cockpit. And then, you know, for, like, fly fishing or whatever else, you know, if you got a dog, you know, or a kid, uh, you know, you got, like, a younger kid going with you or something, Yeah. you know, there's a lot of room in that boat. (laughs) Yeah, that's super cool. That's super cool. Well, I guess that leads us to the next one. So, you know, what was the boat you actually picked up when you went down there? Because I know you went down there without a boat, and then you came home with one, correct? Yeah, I know. It's it's like picking up a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got so many puppies in the garage now. Oh, so much. Um, but, uh, yeah, I picked up a Liska. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that thing in action, man, and uh, I've been super impressed, you know, with what I've seen from it. And uh, I mean, why don't you talk about the features of that and your main reasons for uh, picking that thing up? Uh, okay, well, I don't, I, you know, for me, it's just I just wanted a change of pace. Um, I wanted to try out some newer designs. Um, you know, the the Kusa HD, which I also own, is. Um, a really cool boat it's really sturdy i've had it on some pretty big water handled some uh pretty wacky stuff and it's held up great never flipped in that thing ever 
Um, but uh, I knew Villisca would kind of stand up to it um, only because a lot of the guys are talking about it, like on our team pages and stuff. And I saw some other posts from other people. And I was like, man, I'm, you know what? I'm going to get one of these things. I'm going to, you know, I, I've never tried one out, but just from what I heard, you know, sounded like this is definitely, you know, uh, a yak that I could transfer to from my HD and be totally comfortable in. Now, and as, as a comparison, like I got into a cruise recently and holy cow, you know, when you're used to just like leaning back and forth carelessly, like you better watch it on a cruise, <laughs> Yeah, you know, or a thinner kayak, you know, but that my point being is that I wanted something I could transfer my, what has become my fishing uh, style at this point, um, you know, to another kayak without having like, you know, uh, a big learning curve on, how to handle it and whatnot. And I'll tell you what, getting in at Liska the first time, you know, it was pretty cool. Uh, the secondary stability kicks in like immediately. Um, but the, the hull is designed really neat. It's kind of, um, it, it's, it's really fast. Like this, this kayak paddles really fast. And I'll even say it paddles faster than the HD. It just, it just tracks better. I think it feels a little better. It moves pretty good. And if you're a lighter guy, this thing will move even faster for you because you got less drag in the water. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I was paddling side-by-side side you uh, when we were down south, you know, and, I mean, we were both just, just ripping through uh, Lake Newton down there, you know, just, just paddling away, especially when we were heading back to the ramp. I mean, that thing cuts through the water pre- pretty slick. And it sits, the thing that I noticed about it is it sits low, not like low, low into the water, but it sits lower compared to like your Kusa, like you were saying. But like you said, when you're standing and fishing out of that thing, the secondary kicks in right away. So it's super stable. Oh, yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's definitely easy to handle and it, it, it runs smooth. It's just, you know, just like you said, you, you saw it and you saw it all rigged out too because I threw everything that was on my FD on there. Sure. And, uh, I mean, down to the power pole and it was, <clears throat> I mean, how do you think it looked when it like even balanced out with all that weight? In it? Yeah. No, it definitely did. It definitely did. So, yeah. No, I yeah. dug it, man. I mean, it's a, it's a slick little boat for sure especially for, for a paddle kayak, um, you know, and does that, did that Liska come pre-rigged in the back for the, your micro, uh, micro pole or power pole? Uh, Well, it didn't come with the bracket, but it comes with the space you can put the bracket. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, so I transferred mine over to it because I knew I'd be using that one and like, Chances are you're in a lot of lakes that you're gonna be able to use it. Sure. Um, and strangely enough, I didn't use it once, which is funny, because yeah. the the weather was it was perfect enough where you didn't have to worry about shifting around from the wind and everything. So it was easy to, you know, to uh, work spots, you know, and kind of like we did when we dissected, like yeah. what we'll talk about a little bit. Right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think the Liska is a, is uh, it's a good boat if you don't want to get into the HD. If the HD is too expensive for you. Um, definitely consider the Liska because the Liska is at thirteen forty nine. Pretty sure you can find it for like thirteen hundred, maybe twelve fifty in some places. But the thirteen forty nine is the suggested retail. Um, I mean, a four you know you could put four hundred pounds on this thing. You know, so 
you know, even if you're a big dude at 300 pounds, I mean, rarely ever are these, I mean, you're carrying like a hundred pounds of gear. And if you are, man, you got not. too much gear in your boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I mean, you know, that, my point being is that you can still be a big dude and be in this yak and still be really comfortable too. I'm like 240, 250. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's, for me, it, you know, I'm saying this, this is, it's fine. And, you know, Brian, you saw me on it. I mean, you saw, like, I can get that thing a lean. It's not going to do anything. It's, sure. you know, it, it's going to be there for you when you need it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's similar, you know, to to my Bonafide. And, you know, I haven't been in your Liska, but I've seen it. Um, and I know you've seen me in my Bonafide. Like, when I'm reeling in a fish sometimes, I'm leaning way over. And I notice you do the same thing sometimes as well. And, you know, oh. I don't even think about falling in the water. I'm just thinking about reeling that fishing. And I've never been to that point where it's like, whoa, I'm going to, you know, tip or go in the drink, you know. But, and it seems like that boat's the same way, you know. And, oh, like, yeah. like I said, when we were paddling side by side, I mean, that thing was tracking straight and cutting right through the water. It's, it's pretty impressive. So. Yeah, definitely the same boat. Yeah. So, I mean, was there any other boats down there that you uh, you were impressed with? You want to talk about, or did we cover them? All? Um, I mean, those are pretty much the newer ones. Uh, I mean, of course, you know, the cruise FDs is a. Uh, you know, I actually got in that one. It's funny because that's why I made that comment because I was like, whoa, yeah. you know, kind of test, kind of got a little brave and just forgot, like, oh yeah, this one's thinner and different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, what about you uh, know? But, what about the blue sky? Because you you take you've taken the old prototype out, right? And then you've taken the new, the new actual blue sky out, correct? Yeah, that's right. I did. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, the blue sky. Um, it's yeah, it's not a kayak, it's not a boat. Uh, it's kind of like a catamaran. Um, it is a neat design. It's really cool. Uh, it 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 basically offers incredible stability, and you get. Um, really good speed from it as well because there's less resistance. Um, a lot of people, I think this this will you know this is going to do really good. I think down in like the salt flats um, yeah. because just you know, the open platform. I mean, you could put two power poles on this thing. You know, I mean, you could put the rods in the actual pontoons. Uh, you could put anything else in there. I think you could even like jimmy up a cooler. You know, put it in there if you wanted. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do with these pontoons, and then, you know, you've got the onboard deck space, uh, you know, and you've got, like, this incredible seat that is really, really comfortable. Um, you know, I can see a lot of, you know, red fishermen just killing it. You know, just people, like, a lot of inland uh, fishing is just going to be nuts. But then again, I wouldn't count out strip mines and quarries and lakes. I mean, yeah, it, it's going to, like, look weird to people, sure, because it's different. But, dude, there's a guy uh, on our team that he's up in uh, he's up there in Germany. And this dude is rocking this thing. He loves it. <clears throat> and uh, it, it's really cool. But, uh, you know, and those guys are fishing for my fish and the pike and everything. What's up, up there? Right there green fish. But, uh, they're, you know, they're rocking that thing, you know, bringing up, you know, big old trout and, you know, pike on there and, uh, you know, other fish around the area. But. You know, you're going to see this boat, like, I think, is be able to adapt to a lot of situations. Um, and I think a lot of older people might find this uh, easier to use, too, because the, the way the seating is, well, first of all, you can get onto this thing from a dock. 
You don't have to worry about, you know, like when you get in a sunk kayak, you get that wobble. You know, like how you got to right. crouch down. And, yeah. You know, you got to be careful is what I'm saying. You know, you can't just step on the side and expect it not to flip, you know, from the water. But this thing you can definitely do that with. Um, you know, I, I think you're going to see a lot of people that can't use a kayak, that don't want to use a boat, getting something like this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because it's going to be easy to transport. For one, you can put it in the back of a, uh, a truck bed. Uh, and even a smaller, uh, you know, one of the smaller compact trucks, like a Colorado or, uh, you know, one of the Rangers or something, it'll fit in the back there too. And you can break that down. You can break the pontoons off of the uh, the framing, the metal framing, and it breaks down that way as well. Of course, the seat comes off too. But I, uh, I got to admit, Jay, got to admit, Jay, I'm, um, I look at the price point of that and I look at the price point of like the big rig. And I'm thinking, yeah. if I don't have to transport this thing and I just use it, at like the lake here, yeah, yeah. It's it's almost like I don't know. To me, I was just kind of thinking about it, going, "This is almost a no-brainer." You know, I know it's, it's that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, it really depends on what you're gonna do with it. Like, got like in your, you know, you you got the new house on Dolivin now, right? Right. Think of that thing just being on Dolivin is always there for you. That's what I'm saying. Like it's yeah. it's literally in my yeah. garage, and I can just wheel it down and go. I yeah, mean, because that that blue sky comes with boondocks. It on does. It. it does. Yeah. 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 Well, it's not. They're not. Uh, it's a boondock style. But yeah, they're yeah they're they're wheels that are you can. Um, it's got a cool system too and how it works. But uh, yeah, you can put them up or down, and so the wheels are always on there. Right. Uh, and. You know, you can wheel it around. And then, like, I know everybody kind of saw that uh, that video I put up of Drew Gregory towing it behind him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were, see, we were all working. Even Drew was. We were working in the morning, <laughs> getting stuff out of the water. And, uh, yeah, and I got him. I was like, look at Drew. And then he, like, did a whole, like, you know, camera moment. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And I, was, I was like, sell it, sell it. <laughs> That's awesome. But, yeah, no, it's a cool boat, man. It's like, that one's really, I mean, if you... I mean, if you really just want to be totally secure on the water, that's going to be the boat to get. I mean, I was on that thing. Um, I say boat, and it's not, but um, I, I was on the edge of one of the pontoons on the blue sky, <laughs> and it held fine. I mean, I was on the edge. I was simulating like I'm lipping a, you know, lipping a bass. Sure. And no worries. You know, I got plenty of room. I don't feel crunched, you know, with the seat yep. like, right behind you or anything. It's like there's plenty of room. You know, I mean, if you just want to sit out in front of that thing with your feet hanging off of it, you can. I mean, really, it's it's insane. How much how much weight does it does it handle, Jay? And uh, I guess the the impetus of this question is like, would I be able to go out with my son on it? Is that enough room for like another? I think it holds like person pounds, isn't it? Dude, I'm gonna tell you something. Like, I don't know, if, I don't know where this picture is, but I know it's out there somewhere. From the summit this year, they had like four guys about my size on that thing. No way. Dude, That's I'm not awesome. even kidding. That's cool. It was that was kind of pushing it. I mean, they were kind of like you know they wanted to see, sure. but I mean, there's a picture out there with a blue sky loaded up like that. That's, That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's super cool. That's super very cool. cool. Yeah, but those are neat. Like, and they offer like a ton of options on those. By the way, too, there's <clears throat> there's like a canopy that you can get for it. So like for people that are out there like in the the sun state, if you want protection from the sun, you can get it, and it pulls right out of the way. Um, yep. A lot of this stuff is prototype that I'm talking about, but I mean, these are going to be some options that are going to be available 
you know, moving forward. And it's some of the stuff's really innovative and it's real like it just it's real easy stuff too. You're just like, oh cool, somebody finally made this. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Super cool. Well, I think uh I think that covers most of the, the boat topics for the evening. So uh, you know, the next thing we wanted to chat with you about um kind of stems from a conversation <laughs> that you and I had had. And, uh, you know, is in regards to pro staff and being on a pro staff team, what that means, what a lot of the general public conceptualizes the meaning of pro staff. I mean, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, pro staff means you're a professional fisherman, you're going to get all this free stuff and not have to do anything and things like that, which obviously, you know, you and I both know that's not the case whatsoever. Um, you know, pro staff actually stands for promotional staff, right? And I think the biggest, biggest problem in the fishing industry nowadays is just people just try to get on a team to, to have the name, so to speak, that they're, they're a pro staffer. I mean, um, you know, when actually is it's a promotional staff. You're supposed to be promoting a product, and you know, I think um, you yourself. I know you're uh, you know you're on several different pro staffing teams. I mean, obviously Jackson is one of the biggest ones, um, but you know, it's not like you're getting free boats, right? You're you're actually working shows, doing this the summits, things like that, promoting Jackson. You know on a weekly basis so to speak and you know obviously you're 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 still paying for your boat maybe at a lesser price than the general public but um, you know maybe touch on uh, you know what pro staff is to you um, you know your general feeling on what it is and how you feel about it because I know you know we were talking back and forth and you know um, you were thinking maybe maybe you might try getting on some other teams maybe dropping a couple of teams that you're on just because you know certain reasons i don't know if you want to touch on any of that but um you know what are your thoughts basically and any suggestions for anybody that's considering trying to reach out to a you know a manufacturer or um you know a fishing team uh, you know rod company whatever it may be uh, maybe a few suggestions on how to go about doing that and what they should plan for and things like that. All right. Um, well, yeah, so pro staff does mean promotional staff and not actually professional. Uh, there are some professionals on pro staff, so I don't want to discount that. Sure. <clears throat> but generally the, the title really means that you know, you're you're an extension of the company. Um, you're in a you know you're the face of the company. Uh, in a way, you're a salesman. But it, in a, in my eyes too, really, what it is is for me anyway. Um, it's more an extension of like what I'm really thinking of, like you know that the, the kayak is really good. Not discounting you know anybody else's. In, in this case, Jackson. Um, you know, you. I, I personally believe you should you know, back something you actually like first. Sure. Um, uh, it, it's, it's more genuine for yourself. Like, don't don't just try to get on a pro staff just to, again, to your point, Brian, just to be on a pro staff. Right. Um, I think 
you know, even I kind of stirred down that barrel um, a little bit. And you start to realize, you really got to evaluate it and be like, you know, do I use this this product? Do I want to use this product? Sure. You know, and then if, if I do make it through, you know, the gauntlet, you know, because there are a lot of people trying to get on pro staffs. Sure. Uh, you know, once you get through, though, what are the requirements to be on this pro staff? And then also what benefits do you get um, with it? Oh, you know, um, so you got to kind of balance stuff out. Now, I want I don't want to say get on a pro staff just to be able to get stuff for free or cheaper. I mean, yeah, that's pretty obvious. Sure. You know, what we're doing, that's what I'm saying. is like companies want people that are like very positive, you know, glad to use the product, glad to show it to people, um, you know, just overall have a, a you know, a, just a, a, you know, a good, um, a good persona, personality, uh, you know, it, it's, that's the kind of people these companies are looking for. You don't, you know, a lot of guys, I, you know, I don't want to get on the negative side, but I see some chatter um, in rooms and, you know, <clears throat> I see like pro staff slammers, you know, like you just see all these comments and, and, and it's just like, guys, it's like just, you know, you know, they compare themselves like, oh, I, I can fish way better than he can. And it's like, I'm sure you could. I mean, any yeah. one of us on any given day can fish better than the other. Some of us are actually like really, really good. Sure. I'm not even counting myself in that group. Right. Um, I'm just thinking, you know, it's like, you know, promotional staff is exactly what that is. You're promoting the product. Um, yeah. That's really what it is. And every company is different with their incentives uh, and the way they reward you, so to speak. Um, so, I mean, you know, that all plays a factor in it too. But, you know, I mean, really, yeah, I mean, it's nothing about being professional about it because the truth is I got a day job just like all the rest of everybody else. Sure. Um, you know, so, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a weekend warrior too. You know, I try to be a week warrior when I can, but, you know, I'm trying to get in, you know, you know, whenever I can. And, um, you know, it's, it, it, I guess, you know, the best thing is, is just don't pump it up to what it, you know, to something that it's not, you know, and, and don't boast about it being that. I mean, take pride in what you're doing, of course, and know this, that, see, for me, this is more of a, let's just say, um, a potential job uh, or career change. Sure. That's really my angle on this. Sure. Um, because I would love to work in the industry. I'd be perfectly okay with, you know, working for any company, especially ones that I rep for right now, um, you know, being, you know, just being on the roster, you know, and, and just enjoying, you know, the fishing kayak life. That's really, that's my angle. Um, you know, but, you know, and, uh, you know, the companies are going to help you along the way, um, but they want something in return too. That's well, really what it comes down to. Well, right. And I think, you know, you kind of touched on that point. Like, you know, a lot of guys are, you know, standing back, you know, and, making comments on the interwebs, you know, about, uh, you know, oh, I could fish better than so-and-so that's on so-and-so's team. But at the end of the day, the guy that's on the team is probably promoting the product that they believe in, um, that they want to back, whereas, you know, said guy on the interwebs is, you know, doesn't even like that brand of, you know, kayak lure real you know whatever it may be 
and you know he just thinks because he caught a five pound bass last night you know he should be entitled to a fishing team which isn't necessarily what the pro staff or a fishing team necessarily is yeah being able to catch that kind of caliber of fish on a consistent basis will help but you know if you're not going to put in the work and the effort to actually back a product that you believe in you know i think uh you know says says a lot so to speak you know and that's that's one thing that i think i personally learned um years ago when i was uh you know doing my previous endeavor with uh, trail the outdoors you know i was I was on an aero company team. Um, I was on a, 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 a sponsored by a decoy company, things like that. And you know, uh, there were the aero company I was proud to support. It was a new technology innovation that they were using in their actual aero products, and I had no problem using them and showing them off. But you know, in return, being on their field staff. They wanted you to go out and you know reach out to archery shops things like that and you know get them to carry their products things things of that nature and i wasn't able to fulfill that so i kind of just backed off and i was like look i i thank you guys for the opportunity i still use your arrows still back your product but unfortunately i can't hold up um my end of the bargain on you know helping generate more business you know yeah i was promoting them on social media um you know showing them off to all my hunting buddies but at the same time i wasn't getting out there as much as i should have to kind of promote the product so to speak and then i also had you know the decoy product that i was you know using i didn't think worked i didn't like it um but i held on to it just because it was another sponsor and i think you know, looking back at that and, you know, conversations that we've had and I've had with Scott here, you know, about being on teams and stuff, I'm just not ready for it, you know. Um, I'd rather build up and, you know, be 100% confident in any product that I'm supporting. And I think that's that's the big thing that a lot of people overlook, you know. And I think that was the whole point of this topic was, you know, people are just so focused on the name rather than the actual meaning behind that name and what it presents so to speak yeah definitely yeah and then and yeah i mean and everybody's got to realize too every company has different requirements like we're saying sure um and there's some some are quite demanding and some aren't um you know you just gotta feel it out and decide what you're okay with and take on as many teams as you want you know um you know but just know that you know, if you don't keep up your end, basically, like, you'll end up falling off the team, you know. Yeah. But you also have to be aware that, you know, what you're doing. And, and if you can't handle it, just tell them. You know, a lot of the times, you know, uh, and I've even seen on the Jackson time, uh, Jackson team, you know, guys will have to leave the team. But there's, like, an open door for them to come back whenever they want. Sure, sure. You know, from what I've seen. I mean, you know, it's. And there's some, you know, we have some pretty big people step down like recently um, that have been, you know, on the, you know, pro staff and factory team because we have a three-stage uh, pro staff. Sure. sure. <clears throat> oh, and uh, me being on the bottom tier fishing. <laughs> but that's okay, you know, because the pro staff has a lot. I mean, it, it's funny because 
from the fishing team to the pro staff, there's from for me for Jackson, there's more to do. Yeah. Um, you know, and then if you're a factory, it's even different. Sure. Sure. You know, and that and so, that's a thing too. I mean, it's a huge commitment, and you know, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe being on the the factory team doesn't fit into your schedule, your lifestyle doesn't pay you things like that. So being on the fishing team, you know, that's a good suffice. It's a it's a happy medium for yeah. you and Jackson both, you know, at the same time, which is which is definitely cool that Jackson sets it up that way. And I know there's numerous well, other yeah. companies that set it up that way as well. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, and like you just you know again, just team up with companies that you believe in. Sure. You know, and just be just be positive on there and stuff. You know, just I mean, you know, have fun. That's really what it is. Just have fun. Go out there fish. You know, you're not always catching the big ones. Not everybody is. You know, it's okay. It, it's okay. You know, yeah, it's, it's great to catch big fish. Don't get me wrong, but go out there and just have a good time. And then that's really what's going to attract you know, uh, uh, companies to, you know, to the individual. It's like, if you, you know, if you've got a good following going on with people and people are enjoying you, don't be surprised if somebody doesn't reach out to you. There's been, I have a couple companies that I'm partnered with now that reached out to me, you know, and I was like, all right, you know, and that's, and, and, and I, honestly, that's, that's really cool. I mean, it's, you know, it's one thing to go after a company because companies have tons of people going after them, but for a company to, you know, even think, well, hey, let me go talk to Jay. You know, he, he seems like he's all right. You know, let, let me see if he likes if he likes this idea, if he wants to get involved. And, you know, lo and behold, it's like, you know, I, both the companies, I was like, yeah, this is cool. I'd definitely like to get into this. And, you know, and then plus two, you get to know, the, you know, the, the owners. And, and that's another thing, that connection with, um, you know, feel that connection with, you know, that personal connection with people. Sure. That's important for business. It's important. Well, that, not only you know, that, but it, I think it also helps open up the doors down the road, kind of like you're saying. You know, you you um, got on a few sponsorships, and then uh, you know it, it kind of opened the door to more where people were approaching you, so to speak, because they saw that you know you were actually representing the brands and the products that you um, you know were on the team or sponsored by, so to speak. So. I mean that I think that yeah. speaks for itself, you know. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's it, you know, it, it, huge networking opportunities, and you know, it, it's it, it, just to enjoy the the sport you love so much. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, if people want to, if you want to, if you're interested in getting on a pro staff, do some research. Um, you know, you're going to want to go on the website. A lot of these um, companies will have a pro staff tab or something to that avail, you know, maybe uh, like a fishing team or a regional team, some kind of team, um, you know, like, again, just dig in there um, and see, you know, where this stuff might exist. If it, if it doesn't exist on there, go to the contact us, get their email and then ask for the marketing director. Um, and then that should get you to uh, somebody who's handling the pro staff or at least can get you to the other person. But, Generally, that resides in the marketing department. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then just find out from there what you got to do. And then just know that, too, you'll probably need a fishing resume. Um, if you've written in the past and been published, that always helps. Uh, you know, if you have, like, your own, yeah, you know, your own uh, YouTube channel, if you have your own blog, uh, you know, of course, if you have Facebook and Instagram, they're going to want to know all that stuff anyway because they're going to vet you. 
Um, you know, just keep it clean whenever you're on these sites. You know, don't swear. You know, they look at that stuff. A lot of the companies don't like it. It's not good for business. Um, even if you're funny and likable, you still got to watch your mouth. I mean, you got to be respectful. There's kids that are involved, and that's a bit, it's family. So just remember that. It's always tied to family. Um, but, yeah, just make sure that, you know, you're very conscious of, you know, what you're doing. But have fun. Be genuine, you know, and, you know, stay in contact with these people. Even if you don't get on a team, if you really like this company, you know, keep in touch with them every year. A lot of times they'll email you back with, like, the actual email from the company, and then that could be, you know, your contact for the next year, uh, which I've utilized myself. Um, and you just kind of keep in contact throughout the year. Hey, what's going on? Do you need anything? Like, you need me to push anything? You know, always be asking questions about, you know, how can I help you guys? Um, is there something, I, you know, you want me to do different? Uh, or not, you don't have to ask that, but, um, you know, you get the gist of it. Like, just see sure. if there's any ideas that they're looking for. You know, try to do that. Try to push that idea. Sure. You know, try to get that out there for you. Yeah, you know? try to stay on top of it and continue helping out the, you know, the team or the product for sure. I mean, that yeah. that right there says plenty, I think, for sure. So I guess we're kind of <clears throat> coming on the top of the hour here. Yeah. Um, I guess from that perspective, we got a few announcements to make. Is that right? I think we do. Oh. Couple, couple new things. Oh, you want to do Campfire Tales quick? Oh, uh, we should do Campfire Tales. This is a quick one. This is a quick one. Let's do it. All right. So the other night I was uh, went down to the river spot to fish a little bit and uh, dragged my bonafide down to the riverside. I saw another car in the parking lot. I was kind of looking around for the guy, so I didn't paddle upstream or downstream into, into the little area he was fishing. And uh, I'm looking around, didn't see him. So then I go to take a step into my boat and slid and fell in the mud. <laughs> well, lo and behold, said gentleman was coming walking out of the woods and saw it all. You okay, buddy? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm fine. Thanks. Jumped in my boat and paddled away as I was covered in mud and had a wet foot. You didn't think to ask him what were you doing in the woods? No, I didn't care at that point. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I slipped and fell in the mud like a, a schmuck, and you know it was what it was. But uh, you know it was it was pretty humorous. I'm sure if you were watching from the woods, you would probably be laughing quite a bit. That's for sure. But uh, you didn't do that story on Instagram. No, didn't have the foresight. I I told you about it, and I told Jay about it, and that was as far as it went. And then, well, now everybody knows. Yeah, now everybody knows. Yeah, I got the internet forever. Yeah, I got a wet foot and a muddy backside, but it was pretty funny. If you were there, you'd be you'd be laughing hysterically. I laughed at myself as I paddled away from shore. I'm like, I'm such an idiot, you know, but. you know, I, and that was my fault. I was wearing the wrong shoes, but uh, yeah. So. You you were looking for smallmouth, and you actually got a few. Yeah, I got I got in <clears throat> got into one one good one, and then uh, I hit a deer creep up on me and sat by me for twenty minutes, Telling you, like ten feet from shore. We always talk about how stealthy these kayaks yeah. are. They even a, you can even get next to a deer. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to push Bonafide to promote how stealthy that thing was. Yeah. You know, creep up on deer. A new kayak called the Buck. The buck, yeah. the bonafide buck. So if anybody at Bonafide's listening, you know, I got the story, I got the name of the new boat. The great idea. Let's get it going. So, deer antlers on the front. Deer I antlers. like it. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, I what. like it. I'd yeah. buy it. 
It'd be a, <laughs> a bow hunting kayak. I mean, what's better than that? You know. Hey, it'd be a buck. It'd be a bucknified. Yeah, bucknified. Yeah, there you go. I like it. I love it. I love it. See, we're on to something. So we are. I'm gonna call Love the uh, development department over at Bonafide <laughs> tomorrow, and we'll have a conversation with them. But uh, you're like, "Hello, yeah. hello, <laughs> yeah. did you hang up?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get the dial tone, you know. But uh, you heard me right. This idea is free. Yeah. <laughs> hello. hello. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so uh, this closes out another episode, but we got a few quick announcements. Uh, uh, the first one I want to mention is um, everybody that we sent stickers to, uh, some of you have may have already experienced this, but the stickers I ordered the first time around are definitely not waterproof. I realized that real quick. Uh, I got three of them peeling off my truck, and I tried putting one on my boat, and it peeled off instantly. So I apologize to everybody for that. I do have new vinyl decals. Um, they should be in the beginning of next week. As soon as they get in, I'm going to send out new stickers to everybody we sent stickers to. And along with that, I'm going to send some of the old stickers. Um, the old stickers are fine for any indoor use or nothing by water. I know Scott and I have them on our laptops, things like that. Um, so we'll get those out to you guys. Um, as early as next week. I know um, I told uh, our friend up in Saskatchewan that I would send him stickers. That's why you have not received them yet is because right when we were talking is when I discovered the issue with the water. So you will be getting a care package uh, very soon, my friend. And I apologize for not getting anything out to you yet. Um, we also have our brand new website that launched. Um, the web address is paddled the letter N in fin.com. You can reach all our social links on there. The podcast episodes uh, are YouTube. linked up on there. YouTube videos are updated Instagram. on there. Instagram's updated on there. So you can track everything on there. Um, we started uh, the list of all our gear that we're using. Um, we're going to continue to update that stuff. You know, boats, paddles, rods, reels, um, everything of that nature. And then uh, we also got the store. The official Paddle and Fin store is now up and running. Live so and live and going. So you can get T-shirts, men's and women's. You can get mugs, um, stickers. Cell phone cases. Cell phone cases, all that good stuff. The, the cool thing about it is uh, um, you guys get to get some cool swag and at the same time support the pod. So uh, we're excited about that. Yeah, I mean, we didn't want to do like, uh, you know, a lot of podcasts, YouTube channels, they do like Patreon, things like that. Um, you know, we're not asking for money. Right. Um, but if you want to support the pod, um, we do get a small chunk of the money that goes for purchasing t-shirts, things like that, all the swag. Um, there's hoodies, things like that. So, you know, we'd rather see you guys get something, help support the podcast, mm -hmm. you know, flash some swag around and things like that. And for from now until what the tenth, right? I believe it's the tenth. Yeah, the tenth. Um, you can use promo code paddle p a d d l e, mm -hmm. and that'll get you ten percent. Ten percent off. Yeah. Um, anything in the store. There's a bunch of different colored T-shirts. Uh, the logos up there. Everything like that. Yeah. So. Pick your colors. Pick your sizes. And again, if you you don't feel motivated to do that, that's cool too. Just keep yeah. listening. But yeah. uh, uh, for those of you that want some gear, it's it's out there. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. For sure. And then uh, was there anything else? The website, the store? No, I think we're good. Yeah. I think that wraps yeah. it up. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks again, Jay, for coming on tonight. You've yeah, thanks, always, Jay. Uh, you've always been a great always source deliver. of information. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good to hear about the new Jackson kayak boats and, uh, you know, the pro staff perspective, you know, on your end and things like that. So we uh, look forward to having you back as always. And, uh, you know, thanks again. So. Thanks, yeah, Jay. Thank you. Thank you. So, everybody, until next time, we'll catch you on the next episode. Until then, smooth paddling and tight lines.